All right, ladies and gents. Um, so for this podcast, I have Alana on. She is a software engineer located in Honolulu, um, and she often bounces back and forth between there and San Francisco. So uh, in this podcast, we talked about breaking into tech. Uh, it wasn't too much of a long podcast compared to my normal ones, but still, uh, there's some pretty useful information, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Good, good. It's a little bit earlier out here because I live in Hawaii, actually. So I just woke up, made some breakfast, and I've been chilling ever since. How are you? I'm doing good. Hold on. Let me get to that really well. We'll just start from here. But wait, so you're living in Hawaii? I wasn't sure if you were staying over there in San Francisco. Yeah, so I was born in Hawaii, and then I moved to the Bay Area when I was still a baby. Uh -huh. And then I moved back uh, back to Hawaii a few years ago after I became a software engineer. And I've been living and working here ever since. So are you in that high-rise that you're always posting about on TikTok and stuff, or no? <laughs> I am, I am. It's a cute little space. It's really comfortable. That, I like it. That's dope. Yeah, what the heck? Is it expensive? You don't have to say the amount, but I'm just curious. Like, how, like where does it range? I mean, it's pretty affordable for me. It's like yeah. the 20, like 22s, 23s. Oh, that's not know. that bad. I thought it'd be like a lot worse. Yeah. I was like, fucking it. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. Um, so I, yeah, no, that, that's, that's really dope, actually. How often do you travel back over here? Um, Pretty much like every few months. I try to go back like every two, three months. Are you living in the Bay? Are you living in... um? LA I'm living in La Mirada actually kind of like what we were talking about uh, oh, yesterday okay. yes yeah, so I'm over here um I think I'd want to maybe maybe live in the bay for a little bit maybe but I've kind of I've kind of like I'm not even from Hawaii but I'm like I'm like I did I want to stay there for a few months to see how it is you know yeah just for like the experience um yeah I mean I'm actually going to the bay tomorrow so Are you? I'll be there for about a week yeah but I go to California pretty often what are you gonna do when you're over there um, just visit some friends, visit some family members. Um, and I mean, my company is technically over there, but I don't necessarily have to visit them because I'm fully remote. So yeah. it's a pretty good situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, you know, my cousins. Yeah, that's, that's a trip. Funny. I was like, you know what? I think I'm very blind. Like I'm nearsighted, so I can't see from like far. But I think yeah. I even saw Felix at the gym, like literally like the day that we were talking about, it, which was funny because I hadn't seen him in like at least like a few years. And I was like, I think yeah. that's him, but I'm not 100% because I'm blind. I was like, I don't want to just say hi. And then like, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so, yeah. so I hesitated. I so. Oh, yeah, I know Felix, Felix was living in Spain for a while, and then I think he moved back recently. I, I haven't talked to him in a while, but yeah, they're, they're really good cousins of mine. Yeah, no, what's funny was I was best friends with Ricky for the longest time. I wasn't too close with Felix. Oh, really? Yeah, but I was like super close with Ricky, so I was like, what the hell? And he follows me, so he'll, he'll see it when I post this. It'll be funny. Like, I kind of want to tell him, like, oh, I had your cousin on, or, or I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just let him figure it out. <laughs> he knows who I am, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He, so funny. No, I want I wanted to message me like, "Hey, yo, that's my cousin." What the fuck? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, just pretend you don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until funny. he listens to it. For the people that are listening, um, kind of give us a little backstory about like who you are. I know it sounds a little bit like an interview question, but like obviously it's a little more relaxed because I'm retarded. So. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. So a little bit about me. Um, my name is Alana. I am a software engineer. Um, I've been a software engineer for quite a few years now. I kind of have a coding boot camp, like more of an unconventional background. I used to major in bio, um, and I was originally supposed to go into med school, but I decided that software engineering was a good career for me. 
Um, so yeah, I've been from the Bay Area, living and working in Hawaii since then. I, I party a lot. I like to go out. I like to eat really good food. The raves. Uh, talk to people. The raves. You know, that's my life. That's my life. No, that's that's really interesting. Um, what made you get into that transition in attack? Because obviously you had majored in something else. How, and how was that transition? How long did it take to be able to bounce off from from that initially to to coding and, and engineering? For me to go from a seat in a bio job, for me to go to a seat into a software job, it took 11 months turnaround. Mm -hmm. um, it was a super challenging journey, but I would say that it was really, really worth it. Mm -hmm. um, I started studying on my own. I started looking up a lot of free resources and trying to dabble in coding here and there just to see if it was something that I would like. Mm -hmm. And then once I did that, I started taking a C++ class at a community college. Mm -hmm. And then I went into a coding boot camp. And then from there, I started interviewing. And then I was able to finally land a job. And then, you know, after working in the industry for a few years, I found a lot of success and that mm. kind of put me where I am today. So as um, see, I these are probably questions that I want to ask my, my brothers in the software engineer, but I don't talk to him ever. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, oh, really? oh, yeah, he's in San Francisco. He's in the Bay for sure. Uh, I work remote, too, but I'm an account executive. So it's more like sales for like a tech company. And I'm like trying to get out of it because like I, I can be an extrovert, but I'm like internally I'm an introvert. Right. So I'm like, let me just not like kind of do my own thing. How many hours a, a week are you working right now? Um, you know, my company has really great work-life balance. So, you know, typical 40. Okay. That's not that bad. Okay. Yeah, I know. Cause I know some people that like work their ass off and I'm like, I'm good. I'm not that invested respectfully. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. how much did you pay for the boot camp? Cause I, I don't know if you found a better one or how much research you did. I've kind of glanced around in that area, but I've like looked anywhere from like, let's say like five to like 15 K on the higher end. Right. That's not about right. Yeah, yeah. So when I went, I went to Hack Reactor in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I think they actually have quite a few other locations, but the, tu the tuition was 17.7,000. Oh, sure. So that's okay. not living expenses or anything. But I guess if you compare it to getting another degree, another bachelor's or a mm -hmm. master's degree, it's definitely cheaper. And the, pro uh, the, the curriculum only lasts about three months. So mm -hmm. it's a lot faster. The turnover is a lot faster. Did you only need to do um, pretty much that boot camp or were all the other courses that you did necessary or were they all taught inter integrated together? I would say just the boot camp was necessary. Okay. Like I did the community college class, but that was more for me just to get some experience and try mm -hmm. to see if it was something that I could commit to. And mm -hmm. once I realized that, then I transitioned into the boot camp. But I wouldn't say it's necessary. Got you. This is for me. Can you do it on your own without having to fork out the 17k? Is that possible? And how much work do you think it would be? Absolutely. Absolutely possible. <laughs> I know a lot of people who do it on their own. Yeah. It just depends on how much motivation and how much discipline you have to work at it every single day. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are a lot of people who are natural tinkerers. You know, they like playing with little toys here and there, like you know, being a car mechanic or like doing construction or mm -hmm. like um, just figuring out puzzles, like people like that, yeah. they tend to transition really well into software engineering because they already have that problem solving mindset. So it's a lot more doable than the average person might actually think because there are so many free resources available online for mm -hmm. you to get started. It's just a matter of you taking advantage of the opportunity and actually trying it out. What I don't know if you know any of the top of your head because it's like a last minute question, but is there any resources for free that you can think of? 
Um, I know Udemy, Masterclass, mm. YouTube, mm. Free Code Camp, Code Academy are quite a few of the more popular ones. Mm. Um, and then, you know, some of them have paid versions where you can access a class by a more uh, specialized teacher and you can mm. pay for that class. But they do have a lot of free resources available. And I would say that you can actually get yourself to the point of being hireable through free resources alone. You just have mm. to put in the work to look up and Google the things that you want to learn um, because it's actually all out there. Oh, got you. So then, I I mean, I'm an idiot. I might give it a glance because, I mean, I obviously I could reach out to my brother, but, like, we're not, like, on, like, two, like, close talking terms, you know? It's a little weird, but... <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just like that. That's interesting because I'm again. I I want obviously like like more quality work over just like working my ass off and getting like nowhere, right? Like that's super important to me because I'm just like mm. respectfully saw like my dad doing that my whole life, and I'm like I don't I want to work less, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and you can work less in software engineering. It just depends on which company you decide to join, and mm. I think that that's a conversation that you might have in early in the interview process with your recruiter and just mm. be like, hey. You know, what is the culture like at this company? And if you're able to talk to any of the engineers, ask them, hey, how many hours do you work a week? Are mm -hmm. you happy with your job here? Are you happy with the lifestyle that you have? Mm -hmm. And then you can go from there. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And, and the one thing I wanted to ask you about, too, is um, do you regret your childhood? Because that's something you'd posted on there, too, right? You were like, damn, like your life was tough when you were younger. But like now it's like you're flourishing and shit. Like you're you're a fucking boss ass bitch and shit. So it's just like <laughs> was good mildly out here in the world. So good? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is good? What is good? <laughs> I don't regret it at all. No? I don't regret anything at all. You know, I would say that, you know, my parents were really strict. Like I would mm. say my childhood was a little rough, but everything was a lesson for me. And it made me more resilient. It made mm -hmm. me independent. It made me more resourceful. And it helped me to overcome adversity. And I think that that plays out really well as an adult. Because now now in my life situations, I go for it. You know, mm -hmm. If people tell me no, you know, if the situation is not for me, then that's okay. Um, but if it's something that I can overcome and mm -hmm. it's something that I can work at, then I will put in so much work and heart and effort into making it happen. And I think that... Everybody has their own life path. Everybody has their own experiences, but mm. it's what you take from it and how you grow from it uh, that really makes you the person that you are. And I am so thankful for every single experience that I've ever had, no matter if it was good or bad mm. or, uh, you know, there was a lot of trial and tribulations, but it's all part of my life and the person that I am now. What was the, um, what was the best lesson that you, that you had experienced or learned when you were younger? Um, I would say that it's good to make sure that you are happy with yourself and you believe in yourself mm -hmm. and that you realize that you are enough to, to take advantage of the opportunities that you have in your life and that the doors will only be closed if you don't open them. Mm -hmm. Why do you think a lot of people don't take advantage of opportunities? Why do you think people like get complacent? I think a lot of it has to do with how they're raised sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes parents kind of put an invisible glass ceiling over their children's head. They don't mm -hmm. realize that the things that they say are kind of projections of how they grew up as kids. Mm -hmm. But I think in this day and age with social media, it's easy for us to be exposed to a lot of different people's lifestyles. And you can kind of see how other people are doing it and where they came from and where they are now. 
and how you can apply that to your life specifically. So I think that just keeping an open mind and being able to listen and learn from people, mm -hmm. you can go very, very far in your life. I agree. Do you do you ever plan on having kids? Like maybe down the road or whenever? Um, I'd say there's a pretty good chance. I'm open to it. I wouldn't say completely yes or completely no, but mm. um, you know, I think it would be a really rewarding experience to be a parent and be able to teach your kid something that you've learned throughout your life and help them be an amazing person for society. Now, would you put them through anything that you experienced to kind of create that character that you have right now? Would, would you do something like that? Because I feel like I, I feel like it'd be hard to like like artificially like add like adversity adversity, but I kind of would want to. So I don't know what you think about that. I, you know, I've actually thought about this. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> yeah. I think there is you know, really good merit in having challenges in your life, but mm -hmm. I don't think that it should be, I don't think that it should be presented in an unhealthy way. Uh -huh. So I would try to present it in a healthy way to my children, like try to help them figure out things for themselves, try to encourage them when they're doing really great, mm -hmm. try to give them feedback, but not completely criticize them to make them feel really bad about themselves, but let them know, hey, you know, I think that you could do this better. Mm -hmm. Why don't you try to think of what you can do better? Mm -hmm. So try to lead them to be independent thinkers and build their character from the ground up, you know, in a healthy way. I would like to definitely talk to my children as if I'm talking to a friend, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like children, no matter what age they are, they need to learn that everybody deserves respect, no matter mm -hmm. what, what age you are. And uh, that's definitely, those are definitely some of the lessons that I would like to teach my kids. For sure. Yeah, that's that's what I'm always like worried about. It's like, damn, like, how am I going to like challenge them like in a non like, oh, I'm not a dick way. Right. Because that's like how my parents did it because they didn't know better. Right. They're like their first generation or I'm first generation American. So they're technically like, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, so I guess that's like the one thing I'm just like, damn, am I going to make them like work every weekend for like an allowance or like that's what I'm like kind of like going around in my head, even though I'm not even there yet. But like. I'm an overthinker, so I'm, like, fucking th three years ahead already, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, what were you saying? I feel like if they know that the opportunities are available, and you say, like, hey, you know, if you, if you build a lemonade stand, you can probably make money, and with that money, you can do these things. Mm -hmm. So that they can choose for themselves, hey, that's probably a really good idea. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, you're helping them develop that independent thinking and they can kind of make decisions and recognize decisions later on um, so that they can like lead their life in the best way. I think this goes for everyone, like not to like not not to say like your kids in the future or anything like that. Or I mean, we could use them as, as an example, too. But would you recommend um, people go to college? Because obviously it's not necessary from the sounds that you're able to do it through a boot camp without necessarily having that college experience right what do you think about like kind of the inclination towards that um i would actually say that college is not completely necessary in everybody's situation it depends on what career path you want to take mm -hmm. because because I, I feel like some career paths are still in the more traditional mindset where they will check if you have a college education and uh they will accept or deny your resume based on that Mm -hmm. In tech specifically, that's not always the case. If you're a really good coder and you have the experience and you have the projects to back yourself up and make yourself credible, then you can still get hired. So it really depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to go the more entrepreneur route, then I would say if you have a history of having 
you know, amazing, you know, lemonade stands, <laughs> yeah. I would say that you have, you might have a really good chance of making it on your own. I would use college just as a tool to get you to where you want to be. But I don't think that it's a hundred percent necessary in everybody's case. Got you. Got you. What's your, what's your favorite thing about working in tech? Um, I like the work life and not balance. the money <laughs> <laughs> and not that one. <laughs> say the money yeah Come i know on. i would say that instantly that's why i said that <laughs> would say the yeah. money. Come on. i mean the money is really great yeah, you know? yeah i feel like the money allows me to do things in my life that i wouldn't have necessarily been able to do before yeah. right like i get to take so many trips currently at my company i have unlimited pto that's great. and you know obviously at some startups that could be a good or a bad thing depending on how much your manager lets you take off yeah but i actually do get to take off quite often and it's really really nice mm -hmm. um so i would say the work-life balance is the best thing that i like about tech okay so since you don't have to worry about money does money buy happiness that cliche ass question but i'm like genuinely curious on that i think as with college i think money is also a tool mm -hmm. so if you use a tool to build your happiness mm -hmm. i think that's totally fine money itself is still a material good i don't think money itself in its physical form will give yeah. you happiness but you can use it to build a happy life and I, that's exactly how i how i've applied it in my life so. I agree. Do you know how I know I have a small fucking brain? When you said material in my head, I was like, material girl. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. My brain's fucking fried. <laughs> Thanks to the internet. You're just funny. You're just funny. No, That's a good life. <laughs> I was just like, damn it. Why do I have such a small attention span? That's like my toxic trait doing the podcast. And then, I mean, I'm lax with you, right? But there are other people like I think it. I'm like, damn it. This is a serious conversation. You shouldn't say it. Something like bite my tongue and shit. But what what's been like your favorite um experience that you've like created for yourself like i guess through the most recent years since starting in tech or even before right mm -hmm. i'd say the one that stands out to me is when i moved to hawaii and i was yeah. able to work remotely and kind of spend my days the way that i want to spend it right like i still have to work i still have deadlines uh -huh. but at my company i'm able to create my own schedule so that i can kind of build my life and my software career at the same time mm -hmm. So that has actually been really fun so far because I take a lot of trips. You yeah. know, I get to go grocery shopping. I get to go to the beach. Yeah. Like, and I still do my work. That's sick, honestly. I don't think you can really beat that. Not not in many cases, right? At least, I mean, thinking anyways in regards to that. You can just be doing your work from the beach and shit. That's fucking sick, dude. From Waikiki, I'm like, oh, fuck. Excuse me out here. No, I'm just kidding. But in regards to, like, the PCO and everything, um so is that all how much of it is paid and how much of it isn't right i don't know if it's like a set 40 80 120 i don't know how that works with you guys it depends on the company and how much pto that you agree to mm -hmm. at my company i work for a startup so i have unlimited pto so i take the time off whenever i want to take it mm -hmm. as long as i take it in good taste right so i don't want i don't necessarily want to be a lazy employee and be taking off every single <laughs> week i feel like that would just look bad <laughs> i mean you know nobody yeah. told me that like nobody told me hey you can't take off all the time but yeah. i personally don't want to take off all the time uh -huh. um but that is paid and i would probably do two to three weeks mm -hmm. of unlimited pto in my case like per year or like per month uh, per i'm just year. kidding 
year, per year. yeah, per year. Okay, that's. But I would say that if I worked really hard for eleven months and mm-hmm. I wanted to take a month off, that would actually be okay as long as I make sure that it's okay with my manager. Mm-hmm. As long as you have like a balance. Got you, got you. I'd be fucking off two weeks out of the month. They'd hate my. I get fired for that shit. <laughs> But every month you're in a different country. Yeah, no, literally. Dude, have you seen all those people like on TikTok and shit? Yeah. Dude, you could they actually are in different You could do that. I mean, you're doing the exact same thing what a lot of people are. You could just fucking be in I don't <laughs> I was gonna say Russia and I'm like, I take it back. <laughs> Never mind. That is the best thing to go That's, to right now, apparently. Yeah, not now. I mean, unless you want air flight tickets for seven dollars, maybe that. But. Oh yeah. It's probably got to be something like that because nobody wants to go over there right now. Uh, but I mean, like the Maldives or fucking um, New Zealand or something like that. You could. Why don't you? Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of COVID. That's, yeah. I was essentially trying to take a few more trips. Uh, but since COVID, I haven't really been traveling too, too much. More just to a few states here and there. Like mm-hmm. I went to Las Vegas for EDC and uh-huh. then I went to... Uh, washington uh for another festival as well i've also Mm. been to like arizona and florida and i do plan to go to new york this year um i think first on my list would be japan though oh japan yep (laughs) dude i'd love to go well what is it is it the um is that where they're having the um the universal studios with like the mario land in there I think they do have it there. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I think my little three-year-old ass, like, my mental, like, I wanted to go over there just for that. I'm just like, that and the sushi. But, yeah, no, but other than that, I'm just like, damn, I want to experience all the culture. And, every, like, one of my friends went over there, and he was like, everyone's nice as hell. No one's, like, a piece of shit, like, over here, like, how we are. I'm like, damn, really? So, I, was like, I thought that was pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Are there any other countries that you would like to go to? For me, um, I kind of want to check out Australia. I've never even been to Mexico, so I want to go over there for sure. Oh, really? Have you been to Cancun? No, I haven't. You should. You could easily and shit. Is it is it hard like figuring out the hours like whenever you travel, or do you kind of just not too, much. not too much? Yeah, not too much. I feel like Google Calendar gives you the time zones, so hmm. you know when your meetings are regardless of whichever time zone you physically are in. So it'll make sure that the, the calendars are aligned between two different people in two different places. That's not that bad. It's cause uh, I guess I was saying that more so for like my experience, right? Cause I have to wake up for Eastern time. So that means my shift starts at six um, over here. Right? So I went to Hawaii <clears throat> for a few weeks and mm-hmm. I had to wake up like at three or four or something like that. Dude, I was so toast. I was like, dude, I don't want to do this. bro. <laughs> Six is so early, too. Yeah, and it was Eastern, so I was like, yeah, I had to wake up, like, super early in the dark. I was like, dude, I can barely function. And, like, I, I, I wasn't even working, dude. I was like, I felt like an asshole. I was like, maybe for a little bit, and then I was just, like, kind of walking around the streets and then come back every 30 minutes, like, double-check on the computer and shit. I'm like, damn, I'm the worst employee <laughs> on the face of the earth, honestly. And move your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, literally move the mouth, check in. If they were, like, uh, they sent me, like, a Slack fucking notification, I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, I was taking a dudes or something like that. <laughs> just make it up i'm just like shit boy but yeah. are you planning on living over there for the rest of your life or have you set that up in stone i would say it's kind of up in the air right now mm. ideally i would like to have a place both in hawaii and california because okay. i do love both places and i have so much friends and family in both places um so that's kind of where i'm at right now i'm living and enjoying uh, being in Hawaii for now, but I do plan to be in California at some point as well. Mm-hmm. Down in um, up north or down south? 
I'd say I have a bias towards the Bay Area, but I would also consider SoCal if I can find a good city down there that I really like. So mm-hmm. either or. Got you, got you. In regards to, um, I asked this on the last podcast, but in regards to like self care days, what what do you like to do for yourself? You know, I actually go hiking alone sometimes. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's in a pretty safe space, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just climb a mountain and just sit at the top and take in the view and take in the nature. And mm-hmm. then sometimes I'll go to a beach after and then I'll pick up an acai bowl. That is that's a vibe. That's kind of day for me. Yeah, that's a vibe. Is it? Do you ever travel alone too or no? Is that weird? Um, too much i mean i wouldn't be opposed to it but Mm. i feel like every trip that i've taken so far i've had so many friends that either want to go with me or they already live at the destination and i love being around people so i try to bring my friends with me if i can oh okay do they do the same thing as you do or do they do something else some of them do i have quite a few friends that are also software engineers Mm. and then i have a few like electrical engineer mechanical engineer friends and then i have friends that kind of just do anything and everything they either work in like the industry like service or they work in finance or accounting mm. um healthcare so pretty much everywhere gotcha. i like to talk to everybody no i feel that i feel that i think um one of the last questions that i wanted to ask you too before i let you go is um what are some things that people that are tourists that go to hawaii piss off like the islanders um i would say the common thing is just being respectful of the culture here uh-huh. because Hawaii is very welcoming, very, very loving place. Mm-hmm. So I guess some people here might be upset when tourists don't respect the land. So mm-hmm. if they leave their trash on the beach or they're, you know, littering in the, in the city space, they don't particularly like that. So I would say if you do come to visit Hawaii make sure that you always clean up your trash. For sure. For sure. Oh, this is actually a really good question. Um, I know it's a lot more like sacred over there, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I can't really explain in detail because obviously I'm not familiar with it. But do you believe like some of the things that they've like said on the island? Do you think, like what? Uh, again, that's kind of hard for me. Um, more so because I don't know, but I'm like, I know there are certain spots where like they're like, don't touch this at all. Um, yeah. they're just a, they're just a little bit more spiritual. I get like that kind of vibe yeah. over there. So I'm just like, and I've never been like, Oh, this doesn't exist because I'm pretty open minded. So I'm like, hey, I'm not I'm not I don't have the balls to cross this out. I'm not trying to get freaking um, haunted for the rest of my life. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I kind of like listen to it and I'm like, I don't know. So plus to be respectful, too. Right. Yeah. Just to be respectful. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say that uh, I mean, I don't necessarily have the Hawaiian ancient religious belief, Uh uh, you know, but. But I still respect the culture very much. So if they tell me like this is sacred land, sacred land, like mm. I'm not gonna touch it, or if they they yeah. say that this is the place to go or this is not the place to go, then I'm super super respectful of everything that everybody else believes in. And I think that that's really important for visitors to know as well is mm. that uh, you know you're coming here and you're visiting a very sacred place, and mm. these people value the land and they value their people. So make sure to uh, be mindful of that and be mm. respectful of that. No, a hundred percent. What's um your favorite spot to go in Hawaii? It doesn't even matter. It can it doesn't have to be a beach. It could be like a food spot or, or something like that. Yeah, I like actually going to North Shore and I like going to Giovanni Shrimp Truck and Matsumoto Shave Ice over there. The North Shore of Oahu is kind of where all the surfers go. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually literally on the North Shore of the island. I think I I think it was like a dry. It's like on the whole opposite side of Waikiki, right? Because I think I went over there for like. 
I don't know. I think I went like swimming with sharks or something like that. I got so scared before I did that, dude. I was fucking terrified. And I'm like, there's nothing to be fucking worried about. They're small as hell. I thought I was going to be like huge fucking shark. And I'm sure maybe they have them there. But at least the one that I went to, I was like, they were just like babies. I was like, okay. I'm like, they were cute. I, I was over, I was over exaggerating because I'm scared of shit like that. I'm scared of heights, dude. That's my toxic trait right there. <laughs> I feel like the sharks might have been more scared of you if they were babies. Honestly, yeah, I think so. Plus, there was like a big ass cage and shit like that, you know. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. Yeah, I know. I the only thing I I regret not doing was um I think snorkeling. I feel like that would have been cool. Yeah, you get to see all the colorful fishes and the coral. It's really really nice. Yeah, I know. That's on like a vibe. But the thing was when I went over there, I I went there by myself and it was like super spontaneous. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Let me just figure this out. I was like, and then I had to make like again, I'm a I'm naturally an introvert. So I had to like talk to like all kinds of random people at the bar and shit. So I was like, well, what is there to do now, Carl? <laughs> I then kind of just flow with the Carl boat. What happened? Did Carl tell you? <sighs> No, he was fucked up. <laughs> he was fucking toast. But I, I think I think I met that guy actually, the one that I'm referring to. What is it called? There's this one sushi spot by um by Island Vintage Cafe. I think that's what it's called, mm -hmm. right? Um Doraku. Oh yeah. That place is good. good. Yeah, I went over there. Uh, and they had like some really good like it was like m mainstream music, but with like a Hawaiian twist with, with a ukulele. I was like, "Oh, this is sick as hell!" I, I don't know. Oh, nice. I was like, I was it's like, I, I think they were like only like Wednesday or Thursday, and they were telling me that that's where um, that's where Bruno uh, Bruno Bruno Mars always performed when he was younger at that spot. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice spot over there. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I do hear a lot of music over there. Mhm. Mm yeah. No, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I was like, shit. I'm gonna get lucky like I'm gonna stay over here, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, what was that? You should come to Hawaii and visit again, and you can kind of experience more things. I know. I I really need to do that because I again I went like last minute, so I'm like shit. I should have just planned everything. I wanted to do the um, what is it called? The um, the ATV riding at the Jurassic Park place too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, cool little ranch. Yeah, I know that's like I'm mainstream, but I'm just like, dude, I, my memory is like so shot. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm an old man, bro. <laughs> that place is really fun. Yeah, I, I always know. see people taking pictures over there. Would you drink before going on the ATVs or no? Oh, yeah. Of course. I think I'd have to. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes it way more fun. A hundred percent. I'm like, I got to make that ATV experience worth it, boy. I know. And if I can bring a drink on the ATV, even better. Just a little put a water bottle. Just put straight vodka in it. Like, fuck it. <laughs> but anyways, I appreciate you coming on. Where can uh, people find you? Um, You can find me on TikTok at Alana underscore Ashley. You are the GOAT. And then this is going to be the very last question I ask. I ask this of every one of my guests. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, that's a loaded question. I know. Do what makes you happy and always be kind to others. I live by that. So. You, you are the GOAT. I appreciate you. Um, I'll probably have this up by tomorrow, worst case Monday. But thank you for your time. And I hope you have a good rest of the day and a safe flight as well. Thanks so much. Right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. You won't go fooling me twice now.